but there is no technical player right now in the midfield who can pass the ball. Uh, I think that's what makes a difference too. So we Ozan, need Ozan is a technical that. player. But well, he, he plays more for the forwards. So like, was a player who can control the game. So if you see like Ozil, he doesn't control the game. He has his moments and he can pick pass out when he gets a chance, but he can't control the pace of the game. You need a Pirlo type player. Yeah, you need like someone that's like a base playmaker. Yeah, Wilshere, I think can be the guy, but. He's always injured and he he has never had. Ramsey was supposed to be that player, right? But he's not. But he he's not at all. I mean, he Arsene Wenger Lam- gave him a chance to play in the midfield this season. It wasn't working out, so today he shifted out, shifted yeah. him to to right, and I think that works for him yeah, because he loses ball too many times for a central midfielder. I remember they they were calling him the next Lampard, but he yeah, he, yeah, he some, had he has some way to go. He, he had one good season, but after that, I think he never looked like the same player again. Good. Uh, so Elneny started today. What did you think of him? He's pretty good. I think he's uh, no nonsense type of player. He just like gets a tackle in and passes the like ball. Cochrane, so that, like Cochrane. So are they both similar? Uh, no, Cochrane is he's a good tackler, but Cochrane sometimes like he loses his head. Elneny, yeah. I think he looks more comfortable on the ball and he can pass it around. But Cochrane, he can't pass the ball as well and. He's he's good at tackling, but sometimes like he makes these rash decisions which he shouldn't be doing, and he has conceded red cards. And this is not his first red card by any means. So, yeah, so he needs to improve on that aspect of his game. Where do you think Spurs went wrong today? I th- I thought they they were playing within after uh, after Arsenal got that red card. They played for <laughs> ten minutes. They were on top of Arsenal. Yeah, I mean we were they totally were... on the ropes. I was hope. I mean, it looked like we would concede even more goals after the second one yeah. by Kane. Do you think maybe they got overconfident or maybe their amateurness showed their... They, they couldn't find not. the right ball, I, mean, I think. Ospina did make a few good saves, but they didn't look as convincing against 10 men as you would think they would Yeah, be. sometimes it can be hard against 10 men. Yeah, I mean, I think once we got back into the shape right away after conceding two goals, I think five or ten minutes after that, we got back into our shape again and managed to get a goal back. Uh, it was good to see Sanchez getting a goal after a long time. I think he scored his first goal after October. So it's a long time for him. Because he's usually amongst the goal always. It's good that I, he's but I, I still don't think he was having a good game. He just scored that goal which is which you expect of a, of a good player like him. But in overall he didn't. He still has, yeah, I mean, since his injury, he's not been performing as well as he yeah. did before. Yeah, I agree. And he also is short in conference. He also mentioned in one of his press conferences saying yeah, that, that was they controversial. Lack, <laughs> lack the belief and everything. They have the quality, but they lack the, the belief. I mean, you could see it in, in himself too. Like he, he didn't look like the same player in the last two, three weeks. So I hope this goal gives him that extra and confidence. Wenger and Wenger denied that back. claim. But is it just Wenger being Wenger? Uh, Wenger always defends his team, so no matter how they are doing, he'll still say that. I mean, he always says that they have this mental character and mental stability and everything else. But then you can see it against Man United. I think they're never in a position to win that game, or it it was a total, you would say, a total bottle or a bottling performance by Arsenal. And about Tottenham, do you think their youngsters showed? Their uh, mentality. <laughs> they, I think they, they're pretty good. I mean, their fullbacks, they always are attacking. Deli they played Ali well, but good. 
today was a game to they could have won that game and they could have been on top of the league but since they don't have any experience of being in that position maybe they they also bottled it a bit yeah i think bottling may not be the right word for them because it's just one game and before is, is before mentality the word i like uh, adam adam's favorite word adam from the front three yeah i mean i'm interested to see what he thinks about the performance <laughs> and see what the mentality is but yeah i don't think it's a mentality issue for them because they've been playing well and even today they were uh, they were good but they were denied by good goalkeeping and some resolute defending after we gone down to 10 man yeah Well, everyone keeps talking about the most consistent team. I still think Leicester has been the most consistent, even though like people are saying not many teams are consistent. But the only team I can think of is Leicester, who who have been on top for some time now, or yeah. top or top two. They have not dropped much. Yeah, it's hard to argue that they are. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's the only consistent team you can see that because they are five points clear of everyone yeah. else. So that it's a good indicator of who's the most consistent team in the league. Yeah. So what about the other results then? What what results stood out to you then? Man City finally won. Man City won. I mean, it was bound to happen after yeah, so, so many defeats. Always, yeah. Bad performances. Man City always they'll dominate against these lower oppositions who are fighting for relegation. Yeah, Man City. Yeah, when they have no pressure, they seem to. I'm pretty sure now they'll go on a run. And yeah, they have the, some easy games too. The next they are playing against Norwich. So. you can expect the similar score line again yeah and despite agbero missing the penalty they still scored four goals He yeah i had him in my goals, fantasy so. team but thankfully <laughs> he scored those two goals so yeah and newcastle lost are they newcastle I, lost will you would you say they are for sure relegated now or get yeah, in the battle for sure So there are four teams of which Aston Villa is certain to get relegated. So it leaves three teams in there, two of which will go down. So there is only one spot for Sunderland, Newcastle, and Swansea. Yeah, and I think it'll be crazy Swansea, to see like Newcastle and Sunderland if they both get relegated to lower division. Yeah, two teams from the same town in yeah. England. Yeah. and west ham they are also in the race for top 4 now can they do it i think they are really in a fight for top 4 they're just one point away i think it's only one point away from top 4 yep and with pyet back and pie playing as as well as he is right now you can see that they would definitely going to challenge okay then fine okay one this question has been asked so many times and i'll ask you again who is going to win the premier league i, I for me i would like so now you have before. nine games to go with leicester five points clear uh, i want leicester to win <laughs> that's my <laughs> but the thing is if you look at their last five fixtures they are really difficult and if they are going to win win the league they'll need to get results in next five games or like don't lose any of the next five games because their last four games or last five games are really tricky so they are playing against they are i think they have chelsea yeah so they are playing against west ham manchester united everton and chelsea as their four of last five all of those are tough matches uh, and are they playing at home away uh, but 
the pro thing is that if you if they continue to play like they have done so far, they so they they're can playing home for West Ham and Everton, and they have United Chelsea away. So if they continue to play the way they have, there's no. Who's to say that they cannot win those games or get some results out of that? I mean, they are five points ahead, and it's not like even uh, the other challengers can win all the games. They 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 certainly have more quality than Leicester maybe to win the games, but based on how this season is going, cannot be sure that they will win all the games they have left. Like. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's how? hard hard for them, and you never know when the pressure is on on them how they will perform. This is the same thing a few weeks ago when they had to really they had some difficult run of fixtures, but they and still they managed were, to come away yeah. with that, and they're still five points clear. But the thing is, they'll need to do it again towards. Yeah, that's the last what the Premier League is never season. easy, even though this season it's proving. This season is proving really exciting to watch i mean i cannot remember in since i have started watching i cannot remember this this exciting a season ever can you no i even i don't remember any other season being this exciting and to have three or four teams can still challenge for the title at this point of the season and i mean we, we had i think we had three or four teams challenging but seeing Leicester there i mean yeah. would, if they if they do manage to win, it would mean so much for the other teams as well, yeah. not just for them. So last time at the same point when nine games were left to last go. Last season, you mean? Last season means the the season before they were just fighting for the relegation, yeah. and with nine games to go, it looked like they will suddenly get relegated. But they managed to recover from that. Yeah. And Nigel Pearson all their talk. Yeah, that's what Nigel Pearson claims. I he. He had a lot to do with their current form. So you can see the change in, in, in the scenes. So, one year ago you were hoping that the last nine games can give you, can take you out of the relegation. But now you are hoping that these last five nine games and you can be at the top. Yeah. So it's a very contrasting. Yeah, I think we are done with the Premier League talk then. Oh no, this thing, uh, Dilly Ding Dilly Dong. Leading Dilly Dong was what? What's that? What is the leading Dilly Dong? So that's the secret formula of Claudio Ranieri to keep his defense awake whenever someone sleeps. He'll just call them out like Dilly Dong, oh. leading Dilly Dong, and they, this is how he wakes up the players when they are sleeping. It's a strategy he uses, and yeah, it's you, working for sure. Yeah, that that YouTube video <laughs> was funny. Yeah, yeah. What what other what other managers can you think of who have these weird rituals? Or the press conferences are always. I, I like these press conferences from managers. They are. Yeah, I, t I try to watch um, like press conferences of managers like these who can give you these uh, funny moments and entertaining moments. I remember when Van Gaal came out with that uh, chart of the long ball always thing. against the West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> this is how to to tell everyone that they are not the long ball United, but West Ham are. Was funny one. So even last season, I think there were some memorable press conferences. With I, I remember now this uh, Nigel Pearson's one for Leicester. Are you an ostrich? Oh yeah, uh, ostrich. Was and Mourinho was in a lot of the, these conferences. Yeah, Mourinho. I think he's he's a typical he press the typical conference guy. Yeah. <laughs> leader of the <laughs> yeah. these managers. Yeah, I mean whatever he says, there'll always be so many different angles and things that you can think about it. So. 
he always leaves it open i think for discussion yeah speaking about so talking about ranieri like you said he has a lot to their players have a lot or their supporters should thank ranieri a lot as well for their resurgence this year from the almost relegation fight last year yeah he's, he's I mean, he looks really nice guy I mean, he he is light he has these laughter moments with the team always and it shows you that the atmosphere within Leicester camp is really good yeah and they play for each other you can see that on field as well and they are happy when every team scores and they just want to win and now they can actually think about the title and they are thinking about it so it's very exciting to see that i wonder sometimes what what is different what is different that leicester is doing that other teams i mean clearly other teams have more quality yeah. why why is it that they are, I mean, so is it that really the players of man city or chelsea or arsenal are not playing for themselves like you said for leicester, uh, leicester they are doing what is it like is it the means football small, is it's it's the team game and if you manage to do your work and you need i mean you, you definitely need players like wardy and mares at the same time who have this moment of magic and who can keep their form consistently the thing with the other teams this season is uh, there are just way too many players are either out of form or they are in such a bad spell that they just just cannot do it and the mentality comes into picture as well so you can see like as soon as arsenal for an example as soon as we concede just like the way we conceded against manchester united it never looks like we will come back or it doesn't look like players believe that they can come back in the game and they just let themselves down and concede one more and this yeah. goes into that negative spiral so chelsea was like that for is. most of the season right? as soon as they conceded a goal yeah I mean, that's they why they just I, gave up yeah that's why football is a funny game and but leicester is showing everyone but less yeah lester don't do that say is not the answer or not even anything else i mean if you have we we know that from other league like players. i i as a, you, you might have read like not many players or no player in bundesliga earns as much as the players in premier league or even in la liga i'm not sure but other bundesliga is a big league yeah. and the top players in the teams like bayern munich they don't earn as much as players in premier league I mean, the money i was talking about the transfer value of the players no that's what, I, that's what i mean i mean even so money even that wages don't count if you you can play for a big team you don't have to demand a lot of money i guess to yeah i think in generally the thing is players are they don't really go after the money if you see examples of marco royce or like borussia dortmund team they have so many good players which are no, some really some players do wages, so. some players do go after money <laughs> but not it, all of them maybe it, so if you see in the premier league i think for most people are it might also be the case because of this because if one one player gets money then other player gets like so you know what of competition you yeah. knows what he's getting so and then he wants was money. on 90k Yeah. per week so that's still a high wage for for west ham i think i mean for any other league and that still goes into like yeah. a high category but still like in the premier league it's, it's like even a mid table team can afford even like stoke city if you see they have so many good players on on big wages and because of this tv deal it doesn't look like they are manage they are managing their money efficiently they just, it looks like they are just throwing it around which is not good i guess 
if they use I mean, it that's, wisely. That's how the market is nowadays. Everything is like prices are inflated. But why is it in, only in, in the Premier League? Because yeah. like if, when you have so much money in the market already available, it's, it's natural to have these prices rising up because you know, you know that someone else can pay more and players and their agents, they know that they can get and you the more like a nicer deal than what they are getting now. And we have seen so, in China, it's even more than Premier League right. these days. Yeah. But Leicester is like, it's against all of these philosophies. So they are, they are doing their own business. They got Mahrez for like 300,000 or 400,000, something like that. Who knows and how it will be next season. Yeah. But I mean, at least this season, they're showing yeah. that spending money or like doing all these things and higher wages, they don't really mean you can still win the title. So if they manage to win the title, they'll be... An example for next that season for some other an, teams too, and it will be an example for years to come. I think, yeah, not just this. Yeah, their fa- their fairy tale is still going on, and even if they f- let's remind everyone that even if they finish top four, it will be a huge a- achievement. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they'll suddenly be in the top four if you yeah. see now. There's a huge difference between them and the team who is on fifth. I think it's 10 points. I mean, based on this league, I would still not say it's for sure. But yeah, even if they finish top four. Yeah, I think anything higher than seven, I think, is still an achievement for them. Yeah. Yeah, Considering their last season, how it was. True. And even Spurs winning the league can set a good example, I think. Spurs winning the league as well. Yeah, Yeah, because they have their team around core English players and that's, they are the youngest team yeah so that's like an ideal for any club that they would want to yeah. have these upcoming English players in their team and to have a title by playing these players these young English players will be a good feeling and an example too for the league so I do think this big money thing big money deal or some the wages and everything would could be just a phase and based on the performance of these smaller teams like uh, Leicester this season, they would go back to the philosophy. Yeah, who knows? Of like things might change. On. Like you know, people can then go back to their basics and yeah. just try to focus on the football and how to play well and get the team mentality and the atmosphere in the dressing room and everything else. Yeah. Can I mean can really change the perspective of people looking at it? Yeah, so it shows that you don't really need stars anymore. Yeah, we are rooting. You can for like you. you can you can make your own stars. That's what Leicester yeah. and Spurs are showing. We are rooting for you, Leicester. Come on. <laughs> I don't think I can say that. I would, I would want Arsenal to win it, but I'll be happy if Leicester wins it too. But this is just like a season where I think Arsenal should should win the league for sure. I mean, if you look at the they things that they are com- yes. competing against, is the same Arsene Wenger philosophy for, for but over the years. But then again, you can say even these. Man City should win the league based on the players they have. Yeah. I mean, they have the best squad in the Premier League. I don't know what. I agree, but then if if I see Spurs or Leicester City winning the league ahead of us, then it's just like in Arsene Wenger's face or in Arsenal's face because that's the philosophy that uh, Arsene Wenger has been trying to develop at Arsenal for yeah. the last nine or ten years to have like build a team around core English players and have not to spend too much of a money, but then make our own stars. But then if you cannot do it for seasons and you have another team which is just like was fighting for relegation last season and they just like achieve the same vision within a season then I think it'll be really shameful for Arsenal to see that happening 
that would just show that he would he was not able to implement his philosophy well because Ranieri then right I mean, other problem with him I think he is too loyal to the players he is not willing to give up on things that he already have if you see players like Walcott or Aaron Ramsey or Bermud Sacker he's but loyalty you, the loyalty can only go so far you cannot be loyal to someone who is not performing and that does that would not count as a a positive thing for you, for a manager if he's right. I mean that's that's the problem, right? It's, so he shouldn't be too loyal to his players. Like at some point he should see. Uh, so for Diaby, like we just let him go this season, but like for last five seasons he, d- he didn't do anything. But he still he was still in the squad. He was like still hoping that he can make it, but yeah. but he didn't. So it's the the thing is like you should know when to give up. I mean, Walcott can never be Wardy, or the, he can't never be like someone like Aubameyang that he thinks, but. Who, who thinks still, that? <laughs> we're still sticking with him, right? Because he, he wants to be a forward, but still the question that who is he right now? Like, you know, he's not a winger, but he's not even a forward either. So. Aubameyang, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think his vision was to like develop him as a quick, pacey striker that Arsenal always wanted, but yeah, he could never become like that. And then we never had anyone to replace him or to like you know, to get him on. And get someone else. So, even with Giroud, he's he's sticking to him for the last two three seasons. So since the days of Patrick Vieira, they have not really been able to find a proper central defensive midfielder. Also, right? No, that's also the thing. Like, since that era, I think uh, Thierry Henry mentioned it in one of his Sky Sports videos, saying uh, he shifted towards more smaller, which good on the ball technical players after Patrick Vieira. So he brought in Fabregas, like more Fabregas-like players, like Alexander Fleb, Santi Cazorla. So he never had Sorry. a physical enforcer in the midfield, which is the problem. So I hope he addresses that next season. But then we, this is also the thing you, that we have been saying the same thing for last four or five seasons. And to, then people complain know. about uh, teams like Chelsea when they ha- have such kind of players that they don't play beautiful football. The thing is that you need these players. Yeah, you need a mix in of players. To, right, yeah. right. You need a you mix of need... players in your team. And again, good example is Leicester this season. So yeah. they have like Pacey, Conte, and or physical centre-backs. So they, and you can also play different styles if you have these different style players available in your team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to other news or other things you want to discuss about. Uh, there was the Dortmund-Munich game today. I didn't see that, but... Yeah, that uh, was the news, isn't it? So yeah. With Bayern Munich not That's winning a game for in, the day. in two yeah. games in, in a case row. you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dortmund had a chance to reduce the gap, but now it certainly looks like it'll be hard for them to win the league or... What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it hard for them? Is it ever hard for them to win, win this Bundesliga ever? I'm talking about Dortmund, yeah. Yeah, it will oh, be. Dortmund, yeah. yeah. For them, it's hard. Well, I thought you were talking about Bayern. No, yeah, so no, like, no, it's I, never I, hard for them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, but this was their opportunity, right? Um, right, yeah. Dortmund, but uh, Munich now seems, yeah. But I, I feel like since he, his announcement that he's moving to Man City, there has been some 
I think both teams are suffering from the results because of that. Because like announcing their managers exit. Even, Even Dortmund? Before, I mean, not Dortmund. Oh, Man City and... Man City and Bayern yeah. Munich. So. Yeah, this... Not sure if it's related to, to, to it, but they suddenly look like... I mean, both of them, they are getting some bad results and unexpected results as well. Yeah. But yeah, Bayern Munich look like they have this uh, Bundesliga sealed. Like they always do. Uh, and let's not say always. I think uh, after <laughs> Guardiola goes, Dortmund might have a good chance. Right. But uh, yeah, so... But then they still have Ancelotti, right? So he's still a good manager. And with the players that he has at Bayern Munich, I don't think it will be an issue for him. Yeah, let's wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, talking about La Liga, then uh, Ronaldo scored four goals today. Yeah, seven we, one. We were discussing seven about one. what seven one. Victory. Seven one. Yeah, they the first half wasn't as good, but they came back strong in the second half. I think Ronaldo was booed in the first half. There were whistles around the ground, but did he score any penalty in that? In no, goals? it was a free kick and a header, a header and two goals. So no Penaldo, no Twitter, penalty, Twitter so. tweets this time <laughs> around. But this is what I this is what they these players do like Messi and Ronaldo. Adjacent when they play a day after each other, they somehow get motivated from each other. Right. Messi. I mean, as soon as I saw that Messi scored a hat trick and Real Madrid have a game today, I, I saw that okay, Ronaldo will suddenly do something in this game, and. He certainly did something. Yeah, we should have a. We should ask uh, Dave Dave O'Brien from Front Three about the stats. How many times they have scored a hat trick yeah. in the same week or an adjacent week? Yeah, at the same time. I think you'll get it almost every time. Every time Messi scores a hat trick or something, yeah. Ronaldo scores or there's something similar. This would be. This can be a good episode. Maybe a separate episode like um, what two players have the greatest rivalries. For for this generation, I think Messi and Ronaldo have. Yeah. I th- I have to think about other players that were this. Like, any two I mean, prominent players like, that were this close to. Right, and they also play in the same league, and yeah. for one of the beater rivals. Yeah. So, and for the teams who both challenge for the title every season. Yeah. So that's thing. hard hard to find out such a rivalry between the players. We should count ourselves lucky. To see, to see this. Yeah, it's an exciting era to to have witnessed Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi together. Just together, yeah. We should make a fantasy team or something. We should uh, maybe when they are retired, they can do this uh, charity event. Then maybe <laughs> then we can see them both play in the same team together. Or it could be Lionel Messi eleven versus Ronaldo's Cristiano's eleven. <laughs> So, uh, La Liga then... Yeah, La Liga, I think it's also sealed. Barcelona is going yeah, to... Yeah, Barcelona that. is a clear favourite. Although they are playing tomorrow. Yeah. But... Do you think they can do the... Champions League also? There's, there's no reason why they cannot... They are playing against your... Uh, the excellent playing Arsenal. Playing against Arsenal. Are we at Barcelona? I don't think it's an easy game for Arsenal, and I'll oh, be happy if they so? just like come away with. You don't think it will be easy? <laughs> uh, it's never easy, and <laughs> considering our recent form, I would just be happy to get get away from the Champions League. It's not, 
I think it's our business, our any of that our business a, to win the Champions League there. That was so a good segue to talking about Champions League, which is coming up nice. next week on Wednesday and Tuesday. I think your Arsenal's game is next to next week, right? Yeah, we're playing. So in, in this midweek, we're playing Hull City away Hull City for, for the FA Cup. FA Cup. But Chelsea are playing. Chelsea are playing. So what do you think uh, about their chances? Honestly, I am not sure based on today's performance. It's finally yeah. balanced though after first leg. It's not. Yeah, but it's not but the way the players were saying that we know now what to do. We have to clean. And uh, I think it was Cahill or everyone mostly Ivanovic. They they said they knew what to do. They have to keep a clean sheet. But we have not kept a clean sheet for over a month now. And I am not sure. So it would. I think Paris at Saint Germain would be attacking us. They have to. And then we have to attack as well. There's no point defending. Or if Terry is back, maybe we can try to defend. Since he, even though he's 34 or 35 years old, he's still a big player for us. Mm. His leadership skills are also what matters. So yeah, PSG is playing good this season. So yeah. And this is also Ibrahimovic's last chance to do something in the Champions League so I think he'll want Champions to do something. Champions League, Euros, every, every, everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Every competition, yeah. I think. Everywhere for him, it's his last the last chance. chance. Yeah. I don't know why we are making this out. Uh, he, he is a good player but I... I, I, well, I the way don't he get sentimental carries, like this. But then he carries <laughs> himself like that too, right? He, he, he openly says that and he has said that always that this is the trophy that he'll want to win and what, what, he wants what, to Euros? win it. The Champions League, not the He Euros. said that about Euros also. Okay, that's for... <laughs> he said that about the World Cup last year also. Uh, sorry, 2000. He wasn't there for the World Cup, right? Yeah, I mean, he said that when they were qualifying this. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, both PSG and Chelsea didn't have a good pre-game before the Champions League. They both drew their game. So, let's see. Diego Costa was rested today, so... He was he rested or no? He had a minor tendon okay. injury, but they didn't want to. So he'll be back in the Champions yeah, League. he'll be back. And even Fabregas wasn't there today, right? He uh, he came on as a substitute okay. in the last ten minutes, which was a weird decision. I think that's when the game changed for us. Stoke mm. scored a goal then. So yeah, that's uh, and uh, any other games, any big games in the Champions League. What's the other game? The I think it's uh, oh Real Madrid also have a game. Roma. I think that is already sealed. They won an away two nil. Roma. Yeah, it's Real Madrid against Roma and Wolfsburg against Chant. Did did Ghent win the first leg? Or was it Wolfsburg? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I think Wolfsburg will go through. They're doing good. So maybe I think yeah, they won against the Munchen Gladbach today. Hmm. And uh, then it's St. Petersburg. They lost against Benfica last. Yeah, that was just leg. a 1 0 loss, right? Yeah. Still oh. a narrow loss. Uh, playing at home, I think. Well, let's uh, do a quick prediction then of these games and Real Madrid Roma. Based on the performance. the current form of Real Madrid, I don't think they are unstoppable and, and at Bale, all. And Bale's back as well, so they have, yeah, and they he would have some. Too, yeah. I would say Real Madrid, Wolfsburg, 
Saint Pe- Petersburg. So I think all home, home and teams can win this. I, re- I usually, yeah, but I usually <laughs> don't like to predict Chelsea's game because I just I'm superstitious for them. But yeah, I I hope they win. And out of others, I can say who will win. I think others uh, other than Chelsea, PSG for rest of the three games, it looks like home side can win it comfortably. But Chelsea, PSG is is a tough one. Both for me, they're both play in the similar style or they the club with the same ambitions and yeah they have lots of things in common in them so it's hard to predict the game between them how, how it will go yeah and but I still think PSG has slightly upper hand over PSG Chelsea just because they have done it the same thing last season and they have some narrow advantage going for now I do think they have more quality than us also they have all the pieces together Performing, yeah, uh, Di Maria, Cavani, midfield. Yeah, I don't. I want Cavani to get injured, maybe if it's possible. <laughs> he has scored against us a lot. Uh, and you can make him injured. Yeah, Just I mean Diego Costa can. <laughs> I think, it, but not if it gets a red card for him. Mm. <laughs> and Hull against Arsenal. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's FA Cup. We should be confident in beating Hull away, even though it's an away game. And we would like to have some rotation in the team. Like to, to stir up the con- controversy, I, I would just like to say that FA Cup is also sponsored by Emirates. And uh, Arsenal Stadium is also Emirates. Uh, how do they all they keep getting these opponents? It's what, just the coincidence. What is That's the next opponent? Is. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> the next uh, we are playing against Watford if we win yeah. this one. Excellent. <laughs> Watford is a, is, is a decent team though. Mm. Clearly no mugs. <laughs> but it's 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 good that we are playing against Watford. They think Man City and Chelsea playing against each other. In the FA Cup? Mm-hmm. No, it's Everton and Chelsea. Oh, okay. Man City, I'm not sure who they are playing. We we beat Man City last time. They are already out. Oh yeah, they they out. You you guys already. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Manu is playing West Ham, I think. Yeah, Manu is against West Ham. So there is a chance that two other good teams will go down. Yeah, paving so a clear path for. Uh, that's why I was wondering. The sponsors are the same. Three in a row. Seems a bit weird, doesn't ups, it? But, but we we need to get our job done on Tuesday. So. Yeah, after that. That guy picking up the balls from the draw, I think he knows what number each ball is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week, guys. It was an entertaining and a good episode. It was fun to record a podcast again after two weeks, I think. Yeah, it, it has been some time. It's been I, some time, but this was good. I actually set up our Facebook page if anyone wants to go there and like it. Would be nice. <laughs> yes. Did we get any feedback as yet, or no? Feedback from? Feedback oh, we got the feedback there. from. Uh, we got a shout out from the front three. Oh yeah, I did listen to that one. Yeah, it was. Good. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you guys. Thanks, Lawrence. At, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Lawrence. Yeah, thank you. I'll not leave you out of the. I'll not kick you out. Like no, what did you say? We are. Stop ripping our shit. Yeah, no, yeah I'm not. I'm not ripping your shit. I'm not ripping your shit. We are. We are not doing that. <laughs> You will always be our inspiration. Yes. The front three. Hey guys, anything else you want to say? Uh, I think that's Before all. We head off and Thanks look to forward to the games coming up. 
and hope that we are still in a position where we can challenge for the title that's coming from an Arsenal fan yeah and that's hope it. we continue on our good form right and guys so you can follow us on twitter follow us on twitter at two substitutes with the number two with the not number the, not the word two not substitutes word. on twitter and and like or share podcast and you like share it. your feedback give your feedback as well that would be appreciated and this episode will be uploaded to soundcloud and itunes actually cool. i was thinking should we do it should we upload it in some other medium as well for people who what's don't. the other medium though i think soundcloud and itunes pretty much covers everything right soundcloud is good yeah for I mean, you could put it on the youtube with no videos but yeah. i don't think people like to listen to those things on youtube with if there is no video yeah, yeah. that's it guys and hope we can uh, be more consistent now and not have this two weeks break like we had this time last time yeah right see you later guys see you later bye